Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies of September 22nd until September 29th. We have a very busy week as Venus in Scorpio is making connections to the outer planets. We're going to have a Mercury retrograde beginning this week. And we have just passed over the threshold of the equinox and entered into Libra season. The equinox happens twice a year and is when we have equal parts day and night, light and dark. It is an opportunity for balance, for harmony, and for checking in with yourself as you assess where Perhaps your energy has gone too far outside of you. Perhaps it's out of balance and what you're looking for is a new way to work with your energy and what you need right now. Libra is the seventh sign of the zodiac. It is the second earth, the second air sign. And it's also a turning point in the astrological wheel as we now are more aware of how we share energies with others. We associate Libra with relationships, partnerships, cooperation. It's how we collaborate and interact with each other. It's how we discuss and move through what's on our mind, how we share our thoughts, and essentially how we are sharing our energies with others. Now, Libra is associated with the sign of the scales, as in balance, And it's about where we can come into balance in our own feminine and masculine energies, where we can be in that point of equilibrium, where we're familiar with these parts of ourselves, our internal needs, and then how we share that energy with others in all areas of our lives. So we are halfway through the zodiac wheel. And what we're doing at this time is really checking in with where our energy is going outside of ourselves, how we're managing it, how we are conscious of ourselves, and how we're responsible around our priorities and values now. The sun in Libra is ruled by Venus. Venus is associated with Libra. And it's an interesting dynamic because Venus is feminine energy, whereas Libra is a masculine air sign. So this is where we are balancing the values, relationships, and priorities of Venus in a way that encourages conversation, discussion, interactions. The Libra energy is also about problem solving. We think of it as negotiation, diplomacy, you know, what to do when there are issues, even customer service issues or problems with a client. Well, this is where Libra energy steps in and says, let's talk about this, let's solve it. However, Libra is also where we disagree with people, where there isn't that cooperation or isn't harmony, and then how do we move through it? And that's why we need diplomacy at times and why we negotiate or go back and forth because there are times when you're on a very different page than someone else. So we think of Libra as the peaceful, harmonious energy, but it can also show us where we have conflict, where we have disagreements, where we want something that is different from what someone else is intending or expecting. And this is where we then can work with our own problem-solving skills and ideally have 
discussions that lead to a solution. So Libra season can also show you where you're not in agreement with someone else, where there is underlining conflict and where there can be opportunities to either go your own way or to find a new solution. So I think it's important to mention that because there are always multiple expressions of every astrological sign. And with the sun in Libra being ruled by Venus, we will look at what Venus is doing for more insights into how these energies are working with us over the next week. We also currently have both Mars and Mercury in Libra which is bringing our attention to these Libra themes in our lives. And because Mercury and Mars have already been here for a few weeks now, you could already feel like you're in this energy. Now, to be exact, the sun moves into Libra on September 22nd at 3.20 p.m. That is Eastern time. And when we have that transition, energies might feel like they're opening up, like there's something that you were overly focused on or making good progress on, very productive. The Libra energy can widen what you're experiencing, can help you see more than what you previously thought or were contemplating. And it does have this opening energy. Now, right after the sun enters Libra, we're then going to have on September 23rd, Venus in Scorpio opposing Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees. Then on September 29th, Venus in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces at 22 degrees at the same time that Venus will square Jupiter in Aquarius at 22 degrees. So I'm going through all of these transits at once because it's important to understand that the Venus energy in your chart, Venus in Scorpio, is moving through some shifts over this next week that at first could be unexpected with that opposition to Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees on September 23rd. And because both Taurus and Scorpio are about money and Venus is about money, there could be something come up around finances, values, what you're wanting or desiring. And this is where Venus is maybe seeing where she's out of alignment with what she really, I'm going to say, deserves. Because there is an energy within all of us that is very high vibrating in terms of self-love, self-worth, self-value, where there's a part of you that knows very deeply how abundant you are, how naturally abundant you are. And we can look around the world, especially the natural world, and look at how abundant nature is and how it naturally exists in this abundance. You know, you don't just have one grain of sand. You have billions of grains of sand. You don't just have one leaf. You have hundreds and thousands of leaves on a tree. So there is abundance all around us. And there could have been something that has disconnected you from that well of energy, that understanding of your innate worth, your innate connection 
connection to abundance, to the flows of the universe, to how we work with energy. And we can absorb programming and thoughts and belief systems from others. And this Venus in Scorpio is getting back to the source of her own self-love that maybe was removed, disconnected, perhaps felt like it was taken away from her. And with this opposition to Uranus, there could be something that strikes you or shocks you awake. That's a remembering of what is true for you and what is not. What is accurate, what is not. What is love and what is not love. What is true, what is not true. I feel like there's something in this energy because it's a strong opposition in the fixed signs of Taurus and Scorpio. I feel like there's some kind of shock, which is the Uranus energy, that is coming through to remind you of maybe something you forgot or you've been disconnected from that's really a part of your power source, like a part of where you're really here to accept who you are at a much deeper level than you have perhaps even in this present reality or in this lifetime. As I say this, very random, I was in a building on Monday that was hit by lightning and it was this huge, crazy Florida storm that came through. The building was struck by lightning. The power didn't go out. Everyone was fine. We were all grounded. But I was like, what's the message? What's the message? And that's kind of like this energy where something is perhaps shocking, unexpected, but it's reflecting back to you a higher love, a a higher love. Because I feel like part of this Uranus and Taurus energy is recalibrating us back to what love is. Love of self, security in self, your ability to be self-reliant, to be strong in who you are, to trust what you need, and to understand that the universe wants to support you, wants to help provide for you, wants to put you in alignment with your natural state of abundance. So over this next week, there could be messages that are coming up around where you've been out of alignment or reminders of what is true for you that maybe you even stepped away from unconsciously or you separated yourself from. I feel this is a coming back to a part of yourself that maybe you abandoned and, you know, trust whether or not that resonates. But if you abandoned loving yourself, if you abandoned believing in your worthiness and that you're here to have the best in life, whatever you choose to create, if you gave up on that or didn't reinforce that, there could be messages over this week that return you or at least want to return you to that knowingness that's in your soul, that your soul knows, that your soul carries. And so as Venus in Scorpio then makes a trine to Neptune in Pisces and squares Jupiter in Aquarius, both at 22 degrees, 
there is information coming in that could connect you to a bigger story, a bigger understanding, some kind of insight where, oh my goodness, I think this is about when I was younger and XYZ happened in my family. Or maybe it's about, you know, two years ago when something unfolded that was really big or really significant. I feel like part of this energy is again a reconnection to your love of self that again, maybe you abandoned or rejected or you've been disconnected from in this whole lifetime. This Venus, she wants to heal you. She wants to repair this. She wants to return to that energy. And that's part of her journey through Scorpio is going into these areas of disconnection. Also, any areas that were infiltrated from other people. And this shows up through how we are overly reliant on others for a sense of validation, love, acceptance, where we're too codependent, where we're overly invested, overly giving, overly providing. Basically, we're saying, look at me, love me, value me, don't leave me, don't abandon me, don't reject me. This is all very deep, right? At a very deep subconscious level. But that's where Venus goes when she's in Scorpio. Is She's looking at the undercurrents in our relationships and how we do what we do as a way to feel validated or to feel seen, to feel loved, to feel accepted. But all of that is, of course, based on ourselves and rooted in ourselves. So a big theme here with this Venus energy, and especially with Sun in Libra now, it's highlighting relationship dynamics. And perhaps you're going to see how you've operated or how you've shown up in those connections that maybe have taken you away from yourself. And then as we get into October... Venus and Scorpio will make a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn and something can shift significantly. This is where there can be a transformation, a deeper understanding and a new commitment to yourself, what you need, what you require, what is true for you. So I feel like part of this week and especially going into October is assessing our own behavior and our own I'm going to call it psychological patterns, you know, things that we've just been doing. We haven't looked at it. We haven't really even maybe seen it or challenged it. There's energy here where we're going to start to see ourselves from different angles and from other people's perspectives. Now, that energy is also strong because of Mercury stationing retrograde in Libra, and that is exact on September 27th. At 25 degrees of Libra, and it squares Pluto in Capricorn, which makes this even more significant. So when a planet interacts with Pluto, the energy of evolution, transformation, soul growth, uh, looking at the deeper energies within us, that planet is shifting something at a significant level. And the energy can feel uncomfortable with the square. So this means that something within us is having a reality check or a new understanding that could be uncomfortable at first. Now, this could be a conversation with somebody. Uh, this could be something that comes to your awareness. This could be something that 
pops up through any area of your life. There's something here as Mercury stations retrograde that is going to feel like a challenge or a tension. It could feel like a power struggle where you're on different pages with somebody. You want to do it your way. They want to do it their way. I could feel like the energy is, is very tight. That's how I'm sensing this. Maybe there's a standstill. Maybe there's something that is bringing up a lot of frustration or you're like, I don't know how to solve this right now. I don't know what's going on here or they're not doing what I want them to do or I'm not going to do what they want me to do. Again, there can be this power control dynamic that's in play. And what's happening is that we're being asked to pause, slow down, take some deep breaths and go deeper into the patterns. Deeper into, is this a pattern in my life? Is this something that I've come up against multiple times in dealing with other people? Is this a topic that's on repeat? You know, it's looking at the things we didn't notice before because Pluto wants us to see with a deeper vision what's going on that we didn't realize before. And Mercury and Libra wants to be nice and socialize and solve things and talk them through. But this week could feel like there's things that are a little bit, again, tight. The energy feels tight. It feels choppy at times. Uh, there can be these miscommunications. There can be the sense of, well, this was my intention and they didn't understand my intention. Or it can also bring up the power of word choice and the power of how we communicate in ways that we're not always aware of. Whether that is body language, tone of voice, just our style of communication, whether you stay in a hard conversation or you abandon it or you just need time to process your thoughts. There's so many ways this can play out, but this is really going to highlight how we interact with other people when it's uncomfortable. And I actually have a quick story for you about this because this happened to me recently where a family member, a male family member who I respect and love, accidentally damaged some of my personal property that was expensive. And he came to me and gave me this information. And my immediate response was that I was angry for a few reasons. I won't go into all the specifics, but my response was I was not happy. And you know, when someone tells you something in the moment, you just have that immediate response or reaction. And I knew that he felt horrible and he felt guilty. Now, he was taking full responsibility for his actions. That's very important, especially because he's a mature, grown man and he's conscious. And so he was just taking responsibility. And that helped set the tone because my anger in the moment was valid. And what I said to him was, I'm really upset about this. I'm really pissed. I just need some time to myself and I'm not ready to talk about it just now. And I said it in that tone of voice. And then I excused myself to take responsibility for how I was feeling because yes, I was angry, but I didn't have to take it out on him in this situation. So I excused myself. I move the energy through. 
I did what I needed to do for a while. I had to make some phone calls. Uh, these things were in my name, legally in my name. So it brought up all this stress and I just needed time to process it. And that's how I was being responsible with my energy, where he was being responsible in taking responsibility and owning it. And I was taking responsibility for how I was feeling, excusing myself until I was ready to talk about it. And then we could have a good conversation about what to do next. Now, what I realized is that part of my stress in this situation was not only that it was personal property, it's expensive, it's legally in my name, but before I have dealt with other people who didn't take responsibility, who either had all this blame or excuses or stupid reasons, or they would become the victim. Have you ever dealt with that? Where someone messes up and then they make themselves the victim? Or they go into gaslighting, right? So in my, some of my previous experiences, that has caused me a lot more stress than just simply an accident happening. So that was where my mind was going and I was understanding that. I was understanding more of where this energy has shown up before and how it's played out. So when we finally talked about it, again, he felt horrible and I didn't want to make him feel worse. We all do stupid things. We all do things we wish we could regret. Like, have you had those times in your life when you're like, I wish I could take back those three seconds and do them all over again. So it wasn't about circling or spinning and what happened. It wasn't about making it overly emotional or overly dramatic because that wasn't going to help the situation. And I also see this as there can be unintentional cross-contamination. I mean cross-contamination of energies where when neither person or one person is not taking responsibility or they're looking for an out or they have an immature way of dealing with things, the cross-contamination of energies can make it worse. And I didn't want to do that. That wasn't necessary. So I wasn't going to be mad at him and I wasn't going to make it a bigger deal. At this point, it was just about what do we do next? And he was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take care of this. And he got in the car and he went and did what he needed to do. I had to make phone calls because everything was legally in my name. And it was about then moving the energy forward. Now, because I've had situations where individuals didn't take responsibility, there were times when I would have this fear or this stress of if this person going to abandon what needs to be finished. Because I've worked with people who wouldn't take something across the finish line. But this individual, because he's mature, grown, responsible, grown-ass man, he knows how to take care of things, and I just let him. Step away. Don't be overly anything when someone says they're going to take care of it. This is where you develop trust and you honor how they're responsible. So this was over a number of weeks that it took for everything to be solved and figured out and taken care of. And this is part of Libra problem solving, where you're allowing someone to do something their own way, their own process, allow them to take care of what they say they're going to take care of. And in this situation, I just stepped back. I didn't interfere. I didn't want to add any more pressure. I did have to keep track of things, obviously, but this is where you have healthy mirroring, if you will, of responsible energy, and you're not cross-contaminating it. And this is one of the themes of Libra season. It's how we move through things that are difficult, unexpected, 
things that are out of our control, but we maintain control over our own energy, where you understand this is what I have to manage in myself. And it's important to know what's your process with that. What do you need to manage your own energy? Whether that is an emotional response or a physical response or an energetic response, what do you need that's within your control to take care of yourself? Because that's very important every day of our life, you could say, but it's also not something we're taught. We're not taught how to do that. We figure it out as we go and we can be very unconscious and unaware. And you could even look back at, say, previous relationships, maybe when you were younger and how you acted when someone pissed you off or how you acted when you were really sad or emotional. Now is a time to be in control of your energy, of your processes, and to use those situations, relationships, and experiences as examples of how you run energy, how you move energy, and then what type of healthy process can you instigate that will support the truth of who you are. And this is different for all of us. And astrologically, it would be related to all five of your personal planets because your personal planets are the recipe that make up who you are. So let's say your Mars is how you're angry or how you respond when something pisses you off. Your moon is how you receive information, how you feel, how you integrate it, and what you need to feel safe. Your Venus is how you interact with another person. It's how you want to share be validated, be seen. Your Mercury is how you process information as it comes in, especially if it's unexpected news or something that you didn't realize, you know, it's a shock. Your Mercury is how that information lands in your brain and how you're perceiving it or how you're contemplating it. And then your sun sign is your sense of self and how you would present yourself and also how you show up in relationships, show up in the world and show up as yourself. So when you're aware of these five energies in yourself, it can help you discover some themes. What are the themes in your chart? Well, if you have a lot of fire, you're going to be more fiery, maybe have some bigger responses and some need for movement and energy to move through you. If you have a lot of air, in these five signs, then air is about thinking it through, conversation, let's talk about it. Earth signs are about the practicalities and reality of what is and looking at something as it presents itself and wanting to be perhaps industrious or productive. And then the water signs are about the emotional experience of energy and having a way to move that energy through you, to process it and to have it flow so that you're not stuck in something. The water energy needs movement. So all of this is our responsibility, especially in Libra season, because it's how you interact with other people that creates the types of relationships that you have. And this includes your family members, your friends, your coworkers, your clients, people you don't even know, maybe they're just acquaintances. But this is all a part of your energy. And how are you managing it? How are you honoring your process? And how are you doing so in a way that is responsible, 
that's healthy. And again, it reduces that cross-contamination that isn't always necessary. That cross-contamination is where you can have a lot of drama or where things just circle and spin and you don't have any resolution. Uh, It looks like a merry-go-round where it just goes round and round and nothing gets solved or fixed and so on because there's so many ways this energy can be experienced and can show up. But this is a beautiful time to be aware of that in yourself because this Mercury retrograde squaring Pluto could bring up an intense conversation or something that isn't resolved right away. So it's also looking at how do you sit in discomfort? How are you able to take care of yourself and your energy when there is no resolution, when things are left hanging, when there isn't a quick fix? This is also really important. And that also relates to perhaps someone you're interacting with or you're working through something with and they don't move at the same speed that you do or they need more time to think it through or they need more time to sit with it or to move through something, whatever it might be. Or perhaps that's you. You just need more time. So the ability to sit in discomfort is a skill we have to practice and we have to be very aware of what's coming up for us as well as anything that's coming up that's not even about this present moment, that's about previous experiences, maybe something even that is emotionally stuck in you or a deep fear, something that you're trying to prevent That can be another dynamic that shows up where you're trying to be in control of something that's out of your control. You know, us humans, we're endlessly fascinating all the things that we come up with and how we maneuver through this life and through these energies. But basically, this is going to be a Libra season of being more aware of yourself and how you show up. And again, that responsible management of all of your energy. So Mercury in Libra stations retrograde at 25 degrees of Libra and travels back to 10 degrees of Libra until October 19th. So as always, a very good three weeks of Mercury retrograde. And there can be opportunities here to basically get to new information, discover new solutions, allow a process to unfold, allow conversations to keep happening and to trust what you're not clear on just yet. When Mercury stations direct, it'll be at 10 degrees of Libra, and there could then be an understanding of what you've really been moving through and learning. There's also going to be support as that Mercury in Libra will be making a trine to Saturn in Aquarius. So we have a number of planets trining Saturn retrograde in Aquarius that does bring in higher awareness and higher understanding. So keep in mind that there's things that could feel like they're moving slowly and that's the gift. That's the gift. Mars in Libra is making a trine to Saturn in Aquarius at seven degrees on September 25th. This is where there's a sense of what to do. This is what I'm going to do. I've got the details, I've got the plan. This is great for cooperation and collaboration. This is actually a good time for what is already lining up and being able to move it forward. 
So that's on September 25th. Then on September 29th, the same day that Venus in Scorpio trines Neptune in Pisces, the sun in Libra trines Saturn in Aquarius at seven degrees. This is also about something lining up and connecting that maybe you've been planning on or working on for most of this year. And that's because Saturn is retrograde in Aquarius at seven degrees where it was in February. And now the sun in Libra says, this is how you can do it. Here are some connections, ideas, potentials in who you could work with and how to connect with those who are on the same page. It has a collaborative energy to it. And because it's happening during Mercury retrograde, there's things that could be ongoing discussions, as I mentioned. But I feel like there's something happening here the end of September that could finally click. It could finally come together, almost like a round two, where if something wasn't connecting earlier this year, again, it'd be February, March, now there's support. Because the sun in Libra is support. And it's not only other people, but it's energetic support. And how we go outside of ourselves for more of what we need and for energetic connections that help us with the next step. So it's an interesting mix of energy because things are connecting, like they are matching up. And then it's working through the details, figuring out how to get on the same page, what is important, what is a priority, what is a necessity, and then being willing to allow a process to unfold if there isn't a quick fix or an immediate understanding. I think I've mentioned the story before, but it's been a while. When I was in Paris and I was working in the ambassador's office, I would go to these meetings that had ambassadors from about 20 countries all in this meeting. And there was never any progress in these meetings. It was a lot of stating an official position, being clear on where a country stands, on what they want, what they don't want, a lot of disagreement, a lot of we see it differently, our perspective is. And these meetings, which were even more boring than I could even communicate. This was before smartphones, by the way. You couldn't even look at your phone. You had to pay attention to these meetings and what was being said. And it was very slow moving. I mean, diplomacy, negotiations, very slow moving. Nothing was resolved for months, months. You know, things kept coming up and they weren't really ever solved. And there was this back and forth. And a part of it was appearances. A part of it was, let's just lend an olive branch or let's have some private discussions about this. But it's a very slow process because you have competing needs or competing values. You have different intentions, different desires or end results. And so when you're dealing with multiples of those, things are even more complex and complicated. And this is actually a strength of Libra where you can keep discussing things, keep looking at them and 
be aware of new information coming in or what's another angle or another perspective to consider. And this is how we branch out. We widen our perspectives. We understand more than what we thought or how we saw it. But there has to be an openness or a willingness to do so. And it could be that there isn't always a desire for compromise or collaboration at times. And also in these meetings, we're not going to do that. We don't agree with you. We're not going to do what that country is going to do. That's another part of moving through problem solving is that you firmly state what is not going to happen or what you're not going to participate in. So all of this brings up how we interact in a way that is beyond our own needs, intentions, expectations, and how you don't allow that to take you off balance, how you don't allow even another person's emotions or response or intensity to take you away from what is true and important to you. So we will have opportunities to work with this as we move through Libra season. And we have a powerful Mercury retrograde in Libra that will challenge some of our thoughts, ideas, and the ways that we have perceived our own reality. So it could feel empowering to have the intention of your own equilibrium and of giving yourself time and space to process or move through something, especially if you need more time to think, which is part of a Mercury retrograde where we're allowed and we need more time to reconsider, reprioritize, and reflect. And now for a change of pace, I have something exciting to announce and I did not even give you a heads up. I didn't even drop a hint, but now I have something to share with you that I'm excited about and I hope you're excited about and it is the 2022 Soul Growth Astrology Program is now available. All of the major astrology for 2022 is ready for you and this covers the four Mercury retrogrades, the Venus retrograde, the Mars retrograde, plus the four eclipses of the year and all of the main astrology. And it has four separate webinars, as I usually do. For those of you who have been in these programs now for a few years, this is information that's designed for you to see what's going on in your natal chart in 2022. And you can get the full program for 25 bucks with coupon code 2022. And in the welcome video... So after you purchase, you sign in, the welcome video I have for you, I will tell you right away the top three areas in your astrology chart to look for. These are the biggest areas of astrology in the year. Does not include eclipses, so you can add in the eclipses as well. But there are specifically three parts of your chart that are going to be very essential to understand in 2022. So it is all ready to go and you can find the details below this podcast episode, the link. It's also on my website over at mollymccord.online. You want to bring your natal chart and follow along as we go through the main astrology 
and then you can make notes, press pause, come back and watch again. It's designed for you to access as many times as you need to, especially as we go through the year. And this is also a reminder to those of you who bought the 2021 program that you probably want to sign in and look at the information on the eclipses. Since the eclipses are coming up in November and December, remember you can go back and check out that information, go over the themes, and go over what might be happening for you, especially based on the house placement that the eclipse is occurring in in your chart. So I'm really excited that this 2022 program is now available for you. I hope it gives you a really solid heads up on what the next year is about. And I titled it Grounding and Growth During Big World Changes because yes, there are more changes happening. That's just going to be the name of the game going forward. But there's opportunities for clarity, for intentional growth, and to really be aware of what your energy needs right now and how to be tuned into yourself at that level of understanding. So as always, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I am back every Monday and Wednesday with a new podcast episode. And be sure and check out my YouTube channel where I have a growing collection of videos for you on various astrology topics. I wish you a beautiful start here to Libra season and may Mercury retrograde ultimately bring you some wonderful gifts as we get started this week. I'll see you back here really soon. Thanks for joining me.